The American shoreline has been an essential character, really, in the formation of the United States, this great country of ours, with the 13 original colonies everyone knows were coastal. Today on the Local Control Podcast, I am pleased to have as a guest Trisha Howarth, the president of the 4th of July Festival in one of the great coastal towns in America, Southport, North Carolina. Uh, Trisha, welcome to the Local Control Podcast. Oh, thank you so much, Peter, for having me. I'm, I'm delighted to be part of your podcast and talk um, about the North Carolina 4th of July Festival. Well, it is spectacular, and I think as Trisha and I were talking about before we began the show, uh, I've spent some time over in this part of the American shoreline. Uh, tell us about the town of Southport for those listeners around the country who may not have ventured over to the mouth of the Cape Fear River. Southport, North Carolina is, you know, I've heard it described many times as just um, a Norman Rockwell type setting. It's a maritime small town. It has all the conveniences um, in our minds of, of everything that you need in terms of shops and grocery stores and things along those lines, but a lot of uh, small business owners, very uh, much um, proud of our business community and how many employees the small business community and uh, but small business owners do employ um, here in the Southport and Oak Island area combined. And it just is, you know, it's nice, you know, it's free from, it does, free from a, a part on the waterfronts, your big chains, so you're all individually owned restaurants and it just makes it quaint and it, it's just kept its charm where so many coastal communities have overbuilt or built a ton of high rises or um, you know just kind of maximize their space um, we've been very protective in our towns of our heritage and it's just something um, that you could have, you, if you were here in 1954 and you were here today, you would certainly see the similarities are still there. Well, it, it, it is such a good description. I think quaint is a word that comes to mind every time I, I'm in Southport. The downtown, the architecture, the buildings, these lovely small restaurants, and this main street of Southport is uh, a key part of the 4th of July festival. And uh, for those of you who are interested in, in, in online and listening to the show, it really, you got to go to the uh, Southport 4th of July Festival website and take a look at the calendar for this festival. It is a stunning uh, sequence of events. This is not just the 4th of July. It starts about two weeks earlier. Get, give our audience an overview of this festival and how what's the history when did it start how would it how did it become such an elaborate and fantastic event it has evolved and the first recorded festival for this area was in 1795 so this makes our 224th year um, the parade dates way back to the 1800s where the colonial women marched through parades in white celebrating the Declaration of Independence. So it is steeped in history. The festival itself was the North Carolina Fourth of July Festival was incorporated in the early 70s. And the festival is ran by a group of incredible volunteers. There's 40 to 50 actually on the 
committee and show up regularly to the monthly meetings that start in January of each year. But then it's supported by your local municipalities, your first responders, city officials. So there are so many players involved with making this festival. You're right. It's two weeks. Like we just did our opening ceremony for the 2019 festival on June the 23rd. That was this past Sunday. Right. And uh, that opening ceremony was just phenomenal. We we have a full reading of the Declaration of Independence. Of course, without that, we would not be celebrating the 4th of July anyway. So it's a real good reminder of where our roots started Indeed. and what the nation is about. So, you know, I always like to encourage people to take this opportunity to go back and brush up on the Declaration of Independence. You might um, find out some things you didn't know about the country and its and its founders. So, and then then we had this wonderful well, let me military you, band performance. It was just wonderful. I I, I want to interrupt you because I don't, you know how long does it take to read the Declaration of Independence out? You know, folks, I I I don't know when the last time I actually sat down and read that document, but uh, that is part of that opening ceremony this past Sunday. How do people respond? What kind of crowd do you get for that? We we probably had about three to four hundred people, and they love it. We have Mr. Lee Norris, who is a local actor in our town. This is the seventh year he's done it, and so he he is in character. He's in full costume. You know, you could close your eyes and imagine him being in the Continental Congress, and um, he reads it with such clarity. And, you know, every time I hear it, I'm, like, I'm standing there listening to him and I go, aha, well, aha. And it's so relevant to a lot of the conversations that, you know, we hear in the news today of course. Um, about what's happening on a national and, and state level. So it's real important to hear it for yourself and absorb it and understand and, uh, you know, you know, in your own perception of where those founding fathers came from when they, they wrote those words. So mm-hmm. to me, it just sets the stage for the 4th of July, you know. So and then the military band come came on. And, and this year we had the 208 Army Band combination uh, 9.0, which was they're known as a combo nation. It's a jazz band. And they just did a, a tremendous job, too. And we, we so appreciate our military forces and military who are part of our uh, celebration here. And this event took place at Fort Johnston. And for the listeners out there, Fort Johnston uh, predates the Revolutionary War. 1744, founded by the governor of North Carolina, Gabriel Johnston, uh, to protect the entrance to the Cape Fear River, the very famous Cape Fear River, I think. Uh, so it, this this area is is one of the very earliest uh settlements in in the united states going it predates the civil war is and you know that so explains too why we were you know what the first recorded celebration was so early on in the nation's history is because this is a lot of where the nation's history um you know started to take roots you know as being part of the original colony. So, yeah, it just adds a whole new excitement to the festival, for, for particularly for folks who love history and, and uh, like to study where we came from and, you know, where it might take us, yeah. 
Well, I'm going to tick through the calendar here. It is about five pages, but I'm going to pick out a yeah. few. But starting July 1st, I'm going to jump ahead to July 1st. The regional art show, the horseshoe tournament on the beach, the beach athletic vet day, uh, youth activities, the sand sculpture contest, the volleyball tournament, the cornhole and bocce ball co- uh, tournament, uh, the skate competition. That's that's one day. The next day on July 2nd, the Maritime Museum Festival, the Regional Art Show. It's just an amazing celebration of the country's birth that you guys invest in. And tell us what is the highlight for you as the president of the Festival Association. uh, Really what jumps out of what is the popular thing? What do people really love uh, coming up in, in the program? There are so many popular program activities. You know, we have two fireworks. We have fireworks off um, on Oak Island on the 9th of July 1st, and then we have another set of fireworks on the 4th off the waterfront in Southport. So you got two opportunities to view some amazing fireworks. You know, that's always a very popular event. We have mm-hmm. all kinds of entertainment. But I would say the general pool, apart from the activities, is just the feeling that you get when you're here and you're participating in the event and you're showing up and you're eating concessions off the street or, you know, whatever it is, your arts and craft purchasing or going to an art exhibit. It's just the community and the feeling and the spirit and the excitement that's the pool for people. Southport is a town of about 2,200, 2,300 people. During the 4th of July Festival, 40 to 50,000 people are there for an extended period of time. Uh, it's an amazing festival, and it's not sort of the day of the 4th of July. Uh, what, what's so beautiful about it is the architecture of this part, the houses, the, you know, the kind of classic southern two-story balcony house with the bunting. I mean, the, the town is dressed up in red, white, and blue, the flags and the bunting. It's truly it's out of a magazine. It is out of a movie. Uh, and I think the thing that jumped out at me uh, that I'm really interested in learning more about is that you every year you have a naturalization ceremony where new citizens take the oath of citizenship as a, an actual serious thing, a real deal. Uh, tell us about the naturalization ceremony. Yeah, you're right. It, 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 it's an emotional event um, in terms of the, the whole ceremony and people uh, becoming citizens. And you're right, this makes our 23rd year that we have been doing the naturalization ceremony. And the ceremony is a significant part of the NC 4th of July Festival. Um, this year, we will be welcoming 80 new citizens from wow. 35 different countries. Um, the oath of citizenship will be um, done by the Honorable Robert T. Jones, Jr. And we will have Commissioner Frank Williams as our speaker. Um, and this this is just such an extraordinary um, event. We'll have the Brunswick Big Band will play. And we have all kinds of family members of those citizens that are getting ready to be sworn in. 
it is actually administered by the Homeland uh, Security, mm-hmm. um, and mm-hmm. it's yeah. And uh, we we just uh, love doing that. Last year, I met a young Army soldier who got sworn in as a citizen, and got to do an interview with him. And you know, just the emotion behind it, and how how wonderful it was to see his family so excited uh, for him. So. Um, yeah, it's a great event. If you're ever in the area and you want to hit a, a an event and you wanted to pick one, I would say this would be on the top of my list to pick because it is so, again, synonymous with the 4th of July festival. It is. And uh, what our country was founded on, yeah. Indeed. And, and the other thing that follows that after the naturalization ceremony is the voter registration day. Uh and so I think that what's amazing to me and what I love about the festival, not the amount of work that you guys do, is how ingrained it is in the American tradition of citizenship, voting, voter registration. Uh, you have a, re- a flag retirement ceremony. Uh, this is all, by the way, on July 3rd. But tell us about the flag retirement ceremony. What does that mean? Yeah, so the flag re- retirement, again, it's, a, it's another really good um, experience to see and it's it's done by folks in period costume costume as well um and that is a highlight for folks um to to come and see that as well and they there's actually a procession with that um that occurs we also have a flag raising ceremony so you know again like you said we try to stay true to the traditional things and incorporate um you know some of the um other things like arts and crafts, but definitely staying true to honoring our veterans and uh, doing things that are traditional in terms of celebrating our nation's independence. Mm. And culminating, of course, on the grand day, the 4th of July itself, uh, with the parade, which is broadcast on TV. (laughs) I love that. I love that. uh, so the parade get, introduced, introduced uh, our listeners around the country to the Southport 4th of July Festival Parade. Okay, yeah, it's tremendous. We have over 100, usually over 110 floats, and we have um, all kinds of floats and from all, representing all kinds of um, organizations. We have politicians. Some years the governor comes. And we just have a tremendous turnout. It is broadcast live at 11 a.m. And the parade will typically last a little over an hour. And we, as a festival committee on alternate years, pick wartime era heroes to honor. And we rotate through the different wartime eras. And this year, we are paying special recognition to uh, Vietnam veterans. And so the festival does have a float honoring Vietnam veterans as honorary marshals of the festival parade. And we've worked with Lieutenant Gary Crowden of the Brunswick County Veterans Coalition. And he's put together uh, representatives for the float. And our goal was to represent each branch of the military and have folks on that float who are indeed veterans of the Vietnam War. And they will also get reserved seating at our Veterans Recognition 
ceremony. So that's going to be really a special part of the parade. But it's a lot of fun. We have marching bands. We have clowns. Of course, the traditional Shriner um, units come. Is that so, the tiny you know, car? You know, the Shriner. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they get, yeah the guys I like with the, the jailbird one, I think, the best, you know. Because <laughs> right. I like that Elvis song, so I guess that's why I like that one the best. <laughs> yes, definitely. Uh, you know, the there's such a... Uh, a rich military history in this part of the American shoreline. Uh, Camp Lejeune is up the road, not too far, which is the headquarters for the Marine Expeditionary Forces, uh, many of whom were uh, deployed in the Iraq War. Uh, and then the maritime history there, uh, particularly in Southport. Uh, can you talk a little bit about the history of the area? I don't know if, how familiar you are with the military history of Southport, but... Um, what do you know about that? Well, I, you know, we still do have, you know, Sunny Point right at our doorstep. So there is, a, like you said, there's a lot of connection to the military. We have, um, obviously, Sunny Point again right off, right, you know, in our backyard here. So And what is that? Terms- I, remind me. I don't remember. I know, I've heard of it, but help me out with what Sunny yeah, Point is. Yeah, so they... So, yeah, so they are uh, munitions transport um, from the East Coast, so they supply a lot of ammunition um, around the world, yeah. Um, So, you know, we are very military conscious, Um, like throughout this whole uh, festival, for instance, we, the like the band, the Southport Women's Club feeds the band, the military band. I, you know, and I would invite any uh, military who are in the vicinity to our salute to veterans. That's on Tuesday, July the 2nd. It's at 6 p.m. And this year we have letters from home. Um, and the performance that they're doing is uh, called We We Got to Get Out of This Place Honoring Vietnam Veterans. Mm-hmm. And that's at the Southport Community Building. And if you're not familiar with Letters from Home, they are a USO-type performance group, and they are tremendous. Um, there's limited seating inside the building, but we will have a large screen outside with seating outside the building for those um, who show up and can't get inside. So um, I would certainly invite, because we are close to different military bases, if they're in the area, to come be a part of that um, veterans recognition. Unbelievable. And how many people do you expect to have this year uh, at the the 4th of July parade day? I, I assume that is the peak day. You know, probably I would say around 40,000. Um, they line up for, you know, the parade is, is quite long. Um, you know, and if you're going to ask me miles, I'm probably not going to be able to tell you miles. <laughs> yeah, I could, I could tell you from street to street, but that probably wouldn't help you. Um, it's, I'm, I'm not even going to try to guess. The parade committee would, would probably laugh at me because I'll get it wrong. But it's very long, so people line up their chairs the night before. Um, they make a full morning of it. People are out as early. The, now, mind you, the parade doesn't start until 11, but people will be out as early as 7, 7.30 in the morning. Right, get a good and spot. And some people, yeah, people have put tents up the night before. They're doing cookouts. Um, they're just having a large time, and um, and it's just uh, great to see. So um, there'll be a lot of people. Um, so come early and and park and sit down and have a good time have a good time and then watch the fireworks over uh, off the southport shoreline 
over the Cape yeah, River, which is yeah, spectacular, exactly. spectacular yes, spot. So did and we you, have the Catalinas this Fourth of July, the the main stage performance, the Fourth of July, right before and after the fireworks are the Catalinas. And what is that? Is that the a band? Oh, it's a it's a band. I'm sorry. <laughs> Uh, you're not from the south. Are I'm, you? Well, I'm in Texas. <laughs> I mean, I, I we're part of the south. I think. Uh, I, uh, I, <laughs> well, I so, should say the coastal south. You're not from North Carolina. I am not. <laughs> I was born in North Carolina, though. This is the uh, truth. I was born in Goldsboro, North Carolina. Uh, there you go. Father, There's a military town. There you go. My dad was a fighter pilot and uh, assigned there. I think it was the 335th Fighter Squadron. I think that's the number 334th. And my little brother, who's a retired uh, Air Force pilot, was also stationed at Goldsboro uh, in the same squadron oh. as my father. Yeah, so we have a connection to North Carolina. I love North Carolina. I think it's one of the most beautiful coastlines in America and really underappreciated. Uh, oh, I think it's great. Well, you'll, you'll like this, that the um, gentleman who's performing the flag retirement ceremony is an Air Force veteran. Um, so he also has served in Vietnam. So again, you know, being able to have a podcast mm -hmm. and talk more about the details, a lot of people don't go and read all the press releases, but that's just another element of how, you know, we're trying to incorporate, um, you know, our veterans into all the things that we're bringing, um, that are based on tradition. So, quite, a, quite appropriate. Um, yeah. Quite appropriate. Yeah. So, did so tell tell us a little bit about yourself. You mentioned that when you become the president of the Fourth of July Festival, there's actually a three year term. Uh, as you said, forty to fifty volunteers, given the number of events, and and this just consumes the whole town. Uh, are you from there? Tell us. Tell our audience a little bit about your background. Our, I assume that you are a native North Carolinian. Yes. Um, I am from New Bern, but have been mm -hmm. living in Southport for 23, uh, 24 years and um, became involved with the Fourth of July Festival many years ago. Um, they really in press, doing press and then sponsorships and then um, got asked to uh, become and serve the, as the chair and uh, decided that that's something that I felt that I could, you know, lend my talents to what little they are but was willing to do it so you know when somebody's willing to do it most people just say okay thank you right, <laughs> so. sounds like a lot of work and then you have to train your predecessor it sounds like too you'll have yeah yeah mm -hmm. so it's a three-year commitment so my first year i was able to um be an apprentice to duncan hillborn and he did a wonderful job training and this year i'm solo and next year um, I will have a co-chair, um, Randy Jones, who currently serves as the visitor uh, center's um, director here in Southport. So it's just a great team, 40 to 50 volunteers on the committee itself, those who show up regularly to the meetings start, that start in January of each year. But then you have so many other people in the community like the Southport Women's Club and the Rotary Club who handles the children's entertainment. and. Um, you have Oak Island Parks and Recreation, who does the children's games, and Oak Island Beach Day. So, you know, there's wow. so many that come into it, not just those that officially serve on the committee. Your first responders, your municipality officials, um, 
So we just, we're just, it, it's a huge community effort. Mm-hmm. A, in, in, a, in a true uh, civic exercise in the truest sense of the word, in a, which is a very American idea of communities coming together to celebrate, uh, well, you know, this absolutely. most of our holiday. Well, absolutely. It's even the Southport Lions Club, and you're very familiar with the Lions Club and what Lions Clubs do right. throughout um, throughout uh, North Carolina and, and, for that matter, nationally. Um, they are actually uh, sell. They buy a boat every year, and this has been going on for many, many, many years. Um, and they sell tickets, and proceeds from that go to fund the North Carolina Fourth of July Festival along with the Lions Club. So, again, it's bringing in community charity organizations. It it, it impacts every it every area. The you know one of our local churches has a pancake breakfast. So you've got you know all everybody's involved. Yeah, <laughs> you know fun. Well, Trisha, it would not be fair to our listeners if we didn't brag a little bit about this region of North Carolina. For all, this is the American Shoreline podcast, uh, and we we really focus on on coastal issues and coastal areas uh, all over the U.S. Uh, this is uh, one of my favorite parts of of the American shoreline and in your day job, I guess, after the 4th of July here, you'll get to take a breather and go back to work over on Baldhead Island, which is a incredible uh place and uh, caswell beach and holden beach and oak island these this this shoreline there uh how are the how 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 are things over on baldhead island how are our beaches doing in that part of the world we're doing great we we're just we're doing great it's just been a um a wonderful summer so far and we're just you know just really enjoying seeing so many visitors coming back to our beaches this year again. So we're just very happy with how our summer's going and how our islands are looking and our accommodations. So, you know, I would uh, give it two thumbs up. Good, good. And, you know, there was a few hurricanes that blew through North Carolina in the last five years, uh, a couple of them with pretty close, uh, I guess, direct impact in that area. Uh, and it sounds like the recovery process has been pretty good. Uh, the folks over on Castle Beach seem to be working very well in, in Oak Island uh, on getting the beaches and the dune system in good shape. Uh, any, uh, I don't know how familiar you are, but uh, any update on, on the status of the shoreline restoration projects in that part of the world you could provide would be much appreciated. Yes, yeah, so no, actually I don't. Um, I don't have, I'm not in those uh, conversations, so I don't um, have any updates on that. All right. Well, you know. But you, I'm sure you could probably get someone from the village, you know, a Ballhead Island to right. give you an update if you're interested specifically in Ballhead um, or the or the other towns. I'm sure um, would be happy to talk to you about well, that. Well, I do not mean to distract from the main point of the conversation, which is the fantastic Fourth uh, of July celebration in Southport, North Carolina. And so, yes. all you folks out there, this is where to be. I can say whatever is going on with the shoreline, they're doing a tremendous job that because it looks wonderful from where I sit. So if I were as me as a resident and any tourists coming in, they would, you know, they would say, wow, that's, you know, so whatever they're doing, they're doing, they're doing the right thing and it looks good to us. Fantastic. In terms of what we see. Yeah. 
uh, Trisha Howarth, the president of the 4th of July Festival for Southport, North Carolina, a great part of the American shoreline. Uh, if you're over in that part, that region of the country, I'd really encourage you to check out this part of America. It is so spectacular. And of course, the festival is, I think, the best 4th of July festival in America. I, I, I was there during one of my, I was, I was blown away how amazing it was. It was just fantastic. Fantastic. 